welcome to the Actors Space. This podcast is brought to you with the support of creatives at work. My name is Laura Key, and I will be your host for this series. In the Actors Space, we talk about the working actor's life. How do we pursue our love for acting while navigating the business side of this craft? We aim to create more conversations about the challenges of building a sustainable acting career in Singapore. So today, moving into episode two, working with a director. We will be speaking about the director's expectations as well as how to create a fruitful and happy working relationship with your directors. So today, the special guest I have with me is filmmaker and storyteller, Sanif Olak. Thank you so much for joining me today, Sanif. Hello, Laura. Hi, everyone. Good afternoon or good day, wherever Hi. you are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for having me here. I'm very excited to talk about the, the process. La. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, I've known you before because I've worked with you as you have been my director on a few projects. Oh, and yes. I think, <laughs> I think actually yes, what's yeah. special about you is that you have your hands in a lot of different kind of projects. You have a feature film, you have TV dramas, you have corporate stuff as well. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit more about some of the projects that you've done? Oh, yes. Uh, well, I, I started from doing television mostly i got into the into production uh, right after graduating from film sound and video nian uh, poly so basically the first 5 years the first 10 years of working in the industry right i got to meet a lot of people and got to do a lot of things and then i of course i after a few years uh, my boss has confidence in me. Lah. So within one year, I was made to do a full series, to produce and direct a full series. So that was like, I think, a big validation that, you know, maybe I'm doing something right. Lah. So, or maybe there's nobody else to do it. So my boss arrowed <laughs> me to do it. <laughs> but, I don't think so. I think there was something in you probably. Is there something you always, always wanted to do though? You wanted to be a director? Yeah, yeah. So I've wanted to do something. I, I just wanted to create something. So for the first 10 years, it was really a quite a, a very constructive process, la, I have to say. Because, okay, uh, it's just not about, you know, being on set. It's all about script writing. It's all about marketing, for example. It's also about, you know, uh, what works for the community, what sells. And also, importantly, how to talk to people, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's just not the actors, but also, you know, those people at the network, how to talk to them and how to sort of like coming to a rather how to agree on things. Lah. How to collaborate, lah. how to do uh, that creative to, collaboration, I guess. Yeah, yes, correct. And so, I think so most importantly is how to how to get what you want done. Yes, is how it? to get how to get I want done. And also I think uh, how to sort of like be able to see from the other side. Mm. So is that whole process lah. But uh, after 10 years, right, uh, what happened was that I kind of got a little bit in a, maybe the word is jaded. Mm. So I got this into, I got into this little production to do for my first short film ever, 10 years after graduation. 
Do you believe it? Yeah. So you, you started so, TV first, right? Before you yeah, went TV into this whole short film, yeah. Yes, correct, correct. So when I did that short film, it was such a liberating process for me, you know. Because I think it's for the first time, right, I'm not answerable to, to, to anyone, you know. Well, I'm sorry, uh, except to myself, lah, that I have to finish where, where I started and I have to tell the story uh, that I want to tell. You know, but I don't have to um, explain to the executives why I'm my shot is like that, why why I cast this certain actor, why are the actors speaking in a certain way? And so that first short film, right? Uh, by the way, it's called uh, Love Soul. It's, it was inspired by my late dad's uh, adventure after he couldn't find his slippers at the mosque after Friday prayers. See, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what? started as just something, you know, as my tribute to my dad. It went bigger than that. It was like, yeah, you went to festivals and won awards and, and all that. Lah. So the reception was really something that I didn't expect. Yeah, so that, that sort of like triggered my, in my, myself that, you know, that there is an audience for that. And yeah, so there are stories that, that needs to be told authentically. So from then onwards, right, while I'm doing my TV work, I also, on the side, I also do my short films, which is basically the things that I want to say that I couldn't say on a mainstream The TV, TV platform. platform la. Yeah, correct. So I want to touch upon one thing that you mentioned and I also mentioned earlier is how you say sometimes the platform or the commissioner has a say. When you choose actors, uh, does that also happen? Or you know, how much say does a director have in choosing an actor? I have to say that the choice of actors for each project, right, can be quite a contentious process. For example, me, right, I have a certain list of actors which I am familiar with and I feel genuinely that they can carry the role. You know, those having all this marketing and all these things in my mind. Lah. But then again, when you bring these names, right, to the station, they might have other things in mind. Uh, on their side, understandably, they are looking at the marketing side, they are looking at the whole eyeballs and stuff. Yeah, but I think for me, personally, right, okay, ideally, uh, on an ideal process, right, uh, normally when I do my casting, I would work with actors that I maybe have, in some point in the past, right, would have known them personally, or rather have a, have a conversation with them. Because I think when I get this cast on set, right, I want to see a certain realism in them rather than having to act. You know what I mean? So I think if, uh, I mean, you can ask a lot of my actors that most of the time I would tell them, don't act, <laughs> don't act for your characters. Actually, I've heard that before, you know, I've heard that for, for some other directors as well, you know, don't act, don't act so much, you know, do it less. I mean, sometimes like I, it's a lot of yeah, realism. Sometimes I can understand where the actors are coming from, like, because they, I mean, yes, uh, you are there to act, to, to, to perform your lines and maybe perform in a certain way, right? But then again, uh, I think the best, the best judge is the screen. Yeah, you know, when you look at the monitor, right, you can tell whether the actor is like, being technical or being over the top or just just being natural you know at least in my eyes right they they just have to be themselves when they act so they don't have to bear the burden of oh having to perform you know what I mean and secondly I think most of them 
Okay, for those actors that I don't know, right, that I haven't worked with them personally, personally, I would do some research on them first. Like, I think these days we can easily find them on, on just Google and just, you know. Social media or websites or, yeah. And then, uh, and then, of course, most of the actors, right, they would post their most notable projects, right? But I think from experience, sometimes I try to filter this out loud because I think when you post your most notable projects, right, uh, most of them, most of people forget these videos, right? They are highly edited. They are very heavily edited and heavily colorized. And sometimes your judgment sort of like, uh, you forgot that, oh, those are, the best takes, not the actual, you know, process, how they act, perform on set. And when I look at the work that they, the link or something that they provide, right, I would look at the credits and I would just see when, if any in the credits production people that I'm, I'm familiar with. But and I think the best... Info yeah, post info. <laughs> but I think the best, the best people to talk with, right, to talk to, right, when you talk about actors, are. Uh, are the production assistants. <laughs> As in why? why? What do the production assistants do? <laughs> because I think, okay, when you talk to fellow directors, right, or casting directors, so sometimes they will give uh, generic comments, you yeah. know, but what I'm looking for normally is the if they only have like 15 minutes before sunset, uh, how do they perform, you know, like, or do they, or, you know, like, under pressure or like, 2 a.m. in the morning, you know, uh, and when everyone is checked and tired, how do they perform, you know? Uh, it's, I'm looking and for the the, those kind of things. <laughs> and of course, I mean, I cannot doubt that when they are casted, I don't doubt their acting performance because I think once they are casted, they are, they are there already. So I don't doubt that, but it's just the... Basically, I think it's also how they are as a person, right? Because yeah, sometimes exactly, that exactly, reflects exactly. how you are a person, not so much as an actor, but how do you function as a person, First and foremost, under pressure. I think that's very important as well. Yeah, so <laughs> just now when I mentioned about the production assistant, I think these are the best people to talk to. Uh, you know, just have a, a gauge of how they talk about certain, or rather their impression of certain mm. cast. Yeah, yeah. And also about auditions, because uh, I think actors get very stressed, get very stressed about auditions, right? And how they perform in auditions. But... Is it always the best person in the audition that gets a role or are there other factors? Okay, this is my general observation, right? I see that when, during auditions, what happens is that most actors, they come in, they tend to be very technical about that particular page that they're supposed to perform. So they studied it very well and they... Yeah, very well. And then, uh, yes, you, you have the camera there and then you have all the casting people behind the camera and stuff, right? So, they tend to be very technical about it. But I think what I'm looking for is a certain authenticity. Lah. Authenticity in the sense that, you know, you act, you don't have to be so technical about it. Because I think once, once we call you in, uh, that means you are already that level. You know what I mean? Uh, so, you don't have to prove yourself you can act. It's just that I think by being authentic, I think that is the best way to gauge whether the people can perform in that particular role or I think the best description is to how they can be in that particular mo moment of that character. Mm. You know? Because I think, I think if really you... important, yeah. Like living in the moment yeah, because, and rather than yeah, living planning in the moment, everything. Yes, <laughs> yeah, because if you plan, right, sometimes, you know, 
when you act, there's, it's always about um, the other actor as well. Yeah. Right? And also about the lights, the, the whole crew and that whole location and stuff. Some, sometimes when you are too technical and then when you have to react to the other actors, you, you tend to like kanchong, right? So, mm. and, then, and then that will affect your performance. So I think the best way is just to be and then uh, and let the other actors to be present and you react as an actor to affect you as well. So let people around you, let what happens affect you. So because I've also had personal experience with some actors who rehearse a lot, right? Yes, yeah. So they know they know exactly like what their reactions are going to be at every line. And so when their co-actor gives them something completely different and they don't react to it, then it's very obvious that they're not really listening. They're not really yes, being correct, there. Correct. Yeah, at that's, that true, that's true, that's true, that's true. That's true. And mm-hmm. also sometimes like, you know, um, on set, right, there's this thing called improvis- improv- improvisation. Improvisation, yeah. yes, correct. So sometimes if you too technical about the script and stuff, right, and then when I give you, okay, can you add this this line saying, uh, I like to eat apple? And then they'll be like, huh? <laughs> they, can't, they can't adapt to changes. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So those are the kind of things that I, I look out for, like how, how do you react to, to all these things? Because as I mentioned again on set, we are all dependent on all the external factors. Mm. So when you talk about marketing, right? And you talk about, you know, finding people on social media. Do you think social media is very important nowadays? Yeah, so I think, okay, this is a good conversation because I think for actors, right? Yes, I get it that, you know, TikTok is not meant to be taken seriously. I mean, you know, this platform, so social media, it's not to be taken uh, seriously. Sometimes they do all the silly things and stuff. But then again, I think for as a director, right, I want to see them how they are when they are being authentic, where the influencers, right, and also the as- aspiring actors, right, they look nice and pretty and, and you know, uh, without a doubt, uh, the X Factor, yeah, is there. But I think once you, you bring them on set, that is the actual, the actual test lah, where we want to see how you are as an actor. I think most of the time when you edit yourself, when you, how you project yourself on social media, right? You, you show your best side and then for all you know, you've edited the video for like for 50 times, you know? Of course, we all, we all don't see that. But then again, when on set, it's all about one or two takes, that's it, you know? And then if more than that, you can see all the frowning faces in the cast. I mean, in the crew, like especially. <laughs> but beyond just the performances, you know, followers, are followers important? You think, you know, some people, they have a lot of followers. Will they get more work yes. because, you know, their marketing is better? Yes. I think I have to admit that once their followers are there, it gets them a foot into the industry. Yeah, because it gets them the, the attention that the one with the bigger followers I think even though you don't know them personally, you would have at least come across their stuff while you are scrolling. Yeah, you know what I mean? So in that sense, yes, it helps to get a foot into the casting process. But importantly, the performance on set, because you know when you are on set, when you are acting there, when you are working at 2am in the morning when everyone is tired, what you do on set, word gets, words travel very fast. So having said that, how do you think actors can better prepare for their time on set? They need to have to be mentally prepared that, you know, okay, even though sometimes we give you, maybe the AD will say, oh, we only need you for like three hours. Just be prepared that, you know, because of the rain and 
sound or construction or something, you know, the shooting schedule might might be stretched, might be delayed, you know. So, and then that's one. Secondly, I think just be prepared of working with people that you haven't worked with. I mean, mentally, because they need to understand that, you know, on set, you don't appear in a bubble. You are working with a lot of people, you know. And I think they need to focus on their craft rather than, yes, sometimes they don't like some people, some of the people, but they need to focus on them and the camera. That's it. And I think once they can mentally tune themselves to that sort of process, right, just focus on them and the actors and the director, right? Because it's a, it's a lot of a collaboration. La. It's a lot of a yeah, collaboration. Yeah, exactly. So that's where the collaboration comes in. Yes, yes. So that's where the collaboration comes in. Yes, people do talk on set. <laughs> Offset uh, as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sometimes, you know, and then from these conversations, I realized that, yes, most of the actors, they, they, they are not prepared to come on set and they thought that, oh, the set is an ideal where everyone loves them, where everyone sort of like, wow, really, you know, bring them to this story pedestal. So, uh, true story, no. You know, you're just a performer, that's it, you know, on set and just be prepared lah, to be mentally, be disappointed by the people that you work with. <laughs> <laughs> Reality check. I think it's yeah, important because sure. because at the end of the day, right, we always talk about, oh, acting is a passion, you know, it's something that we love yeah. a lot. But we sometimes forget that it's a, it's a career. It's, it's yes, really work yes. at the end of the day. Yeah. And actually, wherever you go, you meet people who you might work well with or people yes. who you might not work well with. And how do you handle these situations? I think it's really important. So in this thing, right, I, I would like to bring my, share my experience working with veteran actors you know, like super, super legendary actors and how they work on set. Because uh, I am, I was quite fortunate to be working with a number of uh, Malay legendary actors. Lah. Namely, people like uh, Jura Ahmad. Uh, she's like a TV icon. And then people like, of course, like Jin Samsudin and then Rahim Razali. So they are really... So what struck me about them is that, you know, when they come on set, they have this, I mean, everyone knows them as this legendary big star actors, right? But once they come on set, right, they are just so grounded. So, but it's just when they perform on camera, right? That's where their magic happens. You know, they, again, I said, this is when, you know, I mentioned about some actors, they tend to get very technical. So these actors, right, the legendary actors, they just have to be themselves and, it's like, what they do is just effortless. They don't have to be technical about it. It's just be, you know. It's, it's just not about their performance that I really admire about them. It's also about their, their work ethics, like, their discipline at work and their approach, you see. So, for example, their discipline, right? Okay, I can, I can literally say that 95% of them, right, will come on set, like, maybe an hour before the crew call. It's that kind of commitment that they are showing you, like, which I... I felt, what well, really is like out of this world. Also, I mean, everyone has to be professional in their work, right? To be able to have a smooth process. And it's very important as well, I think, to respect one another, of course. In, in fact, this is also respecting one another's time, right? Not being late and, uh, of course, not holding up time and doing all your homework properly so, you know, you don't you don't take up too much of the crew's time. They all don't get irritated with you. Yeah, exactly. So, they're really, they really like, you know, like, okay, for, for example, right, like Jura Ahmad and Rahim Bazali, right? 
Uh, as I mentioned, when they come on set, they look like your typical auntie, grandma, and all that. But once you get them on, once they perform, right, that's where their, their Rahim Razali and Jorah Ahmad appears. You can just do a one-shot take on them and they'll be like... But they're ready. Yeah. They come on set basically ready to go and ready to perform. Yeah, It's not there to warm up or there to make friends or anything. They're really there to to kind of... Yeah, and then when you talk to them, they'll be like, oh, okay, they don't, they don't do the, the social thing on set. They just like do their work, finish it and go on corner. Don't disturb anyone. Which I kind of appreciate. Lah. It's, it's kind of really quite good. Uh, so having had all this experience, do you have any hopes for Singapore and media industry or how can we improve or what do you think, where do you think we are going towards? Um, I would like to see that uh, each storytellers or filmmakers, right, do whatever they are doing now to support one another. And when I say support to one another, right, it's just not about buying tickets to each other's film and watching them on the uh, streamers to get the algorithm. But I think it's the gesture of saying hi to one another and, and acknowledging that we are going through this process, you know, uh, I think that helps to, to sort of like increase each other's moral that, you know, we acknowledge it you know, each other and all that. And also, I think, uh, hopefully, the filmmakers, right, we avoid having, you know, being clickish to one another. I think in the long run, that helps to cultivate a more productive Singapore filmmaking scene. Uh, not just the filmmakers, but the actors as well. I think it's like uh, treating one another as people once again. Right? It's, it's a lot of common thread of like, how do we behave as a person? How do we treat one another as people and fellow community? And also, I think because actually at the end of the day, Singapore's film industry or media industry is still still hasn't flourished as much as it should. Yeah, quite quite I think. quite at its infancy, I think. Still still quite young. I mean, even though we we have uh, a couple of notable filmmakers and and you know films that has gone to Cannes and you know uh, and all that, but I think at the heart of it we are still quite young in terms of filmmaking. And uh, for actors, actors in general, do you have any advice, anything that you want to speak to actors in Singapore about? Oh, actors, yes. Uh, you know what? I'm always constantly, or rather, I, can, I, I think I can speak on behalf of my peers as well. I think we are always constantly looking out for performance, for, you know, uh, for actors who can perform on set, regardless of, whether you are the veteran, the, the you know, or the emerging ones. Uh, so, and I think importantly is the discipline, lah, uh, what they bring on set. And again, like I said, my hope for the actors is that, yeah, come on set with an open mind. You know, uh, not everyone likes you on set. So when everything happens on set, to just sort of like, you know, just, just take it in and just focus on the process, you know. So uh, if people want to contact you, uh, do you have any social media handles or how can people contact you? Yeah, uh, I'm available at Sanifu, as in at Sanifu, uh, S-A-N-I-F-O-O. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, where I'm mostly active. But otherwise, you can just Google me. Okay, so we can continue the conversation on your social media as well. Uh, so thank you so much, Sanif, once again for your time today. My pleasure. So it's really important to really build this relationship between the director and the actor. Because this is one of the most important relationships, I think. 
that we as actors have to negotiate in our careers. It's really important to do our homework, to be prepared, to not be distracted when we come on set. And at the end of the day, right, it's more than just having fun on set. It's really about working together with a team to create a beautiful and a meaningful story as well. So if you want to continue the conversation, you can drop me a comment or message on my socials. I can be found at LT on Instagram. And in the meantime, please do follow Freelance Creative Exchange. Rate and review us and tell your friends all about the actor's space. In the next episode, we will be talking with a casting director in Singapore and speaking more about auditions, self-tapes and casting jitters. So I'll catch you again next time.